that uh, the Bloodhound Gang song. Lap dance is always better when the stripper cries. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hear that one? <laughs> no, I don't think yeah. I did. Wow. Yeah. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy who is extremely <laughs> appalled. Big Dave. Uh, yeah, the stuff that happens when right before we get ready to start recording. It, uh, <laughs> it's like you purposely tried to... Fluster me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take that much. No, so. it really doesn't. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, thanks for uh, for uh, tuning in once again. I tuning in. Whatever. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> I am so out of it right now, man. I'm having an allergic reaction to something. My eyes all like messed up, and my nose is stopped up, and just like you kind of look a little like the Toxic dude, Avenger. I'm right telling now. you, it is. It, it's a combination of, and everybody I know who has allergies. Of course, living in Middle Tennessee is a terrible place to live if you have allergies. Actually, if you live in Middle Tennessee, you, you have, have allergies. allergies. You may, if you move to Middle Tennessee, you may not have, may not have ever had allergies prior to moving here. But as soon you as you're have, here, you will have an allergy assigned to you exactly. within the first three months. Uh, one, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you will have all the allergies assigned to you within a couple months. Uh, you're but, not wrong. But everybody I know right now is just having horrible horrible issues with their allergies and i don't know it's been for about a month now and i don't know yeah. what's going on this is the worst i remember it being ever probably well, part of it is because we've had such a wet july a and lot of August, that yeah so stuff that's normally not blooming this time of year is blooming like my wife yeah miss nay saw goldenrod already like oh wow popping up well you know that's we've <laughs> We're not even, you know, we're two minutes in, hadn't even started talking about what we're going to talk about yet. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, my, my yard needs to be mowed right now and because, I mean, there's been so much rain. I yeah. mean, it's just, the rain hits, and it's just like my yard sprouts. And it's I like, finally got to mow Tuesday, and I had to go over the backyard three times, yeah. lowering the deck a little bit each time. Now, the good thing about having such a wet summer means that, all the leaves won't be off the trees in mid-September. Yeah, and we'll actually have some fall we'll color. We'll have some fall here. color, which is always nice because yeah. I I hate whenever we just have like a dry, dry summer. Yeah, and everything literally like all the leaves are off the trees by sept- mid-September. Yeah, and it's just like oh, so we went ahead and jumped to that part of fall. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. like no, we like to have we like the colors. The colors are great, you know, and. It makes Oktoberfest so much better. So, speaking of Oktoberfest, we're kind of Oktoberfestive on this episode a little bit because we're talking about fictional characters that. Um, That's a stretch. With costumes. How about that? You're still, I'm you're still, still, I'm still reaching. That. You're reaching. We are going to be talking about Showbiz Pizza Place. I have a feeling this is in direct relation to George's <laughs> comment in the um, Grown Up Gen X panel they did at southern fried gaming convention i'll admit that that gave me the idea for this <laughs> um that it was one of those like oh yeah we should talk about showbiz pizza place because i, just, I loved I want, it i mean i want to thank george right now yeah. for helping create content for our podcast not even knowing it uh I, yeah and it's funny because this is actually a, a topic that a long time ago i had thought about hey we, we should talk You've about talked this about doing this for a and while and yeah. I didn't write it down, and, and I should know that if I don't write something down, I forget about it. Yeah. And of course, I did. And then it was being in, it was being at that panel this past weekend yeah. that I was like, oh yeah, we should talk about this. Plus the fact we're gonna you know 
we're going to prove something that that, they, that, that that showbiz is the superior pizza place to uh, because Chuck E. Cheese is just not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, you all right? So there is this. There's this documentary. I'm not going to say it's a great documentary. There's a documentary. You can that tell was, it was done by a couple guys with right. a VHS camcorder. Yeah, and it was done in the 2008, 2007, 2008, somewhere around in there. It's yeah. called the Rock of Fire Explosion. Uh, I saw it shortly after it was it was released. Sure. Um, it's funny because it was one of those things that I had never even heard of it, and. I forget, I forget exactly how like it came into my purview, but it was one of those things where it was like I was on iTunes and I saw it's yeah. like oh okay, and I wound up buying it on iTunes and I've still got it. Like that's how I watched it last night. Was sure, it, you know. But the whole thing is on YouTube. It is, it is, and that's I found it on YouTube because I was trying to figure out how to get it to Dave to let yeah. him to watch it, uh, and I went through and looked, and it's not available anywhere else, like anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, other than purchasing it, or, all, all or, I gotta say is it does nothing, and it's only like an hour and twelve minutes long. Yeah. It's not very long at all. Right off the bat, it does nothing to help deep south southern oh, no, stereotypes no, 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 none, whatsoever. None, no, it doesn't, because a good chunk of it takes place in Alabama, and uh, yeah, in eastern Alabama on top of it all, and it's just like, oh wow, this, yeah, yeah, it's all on display here. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, here in the south, we don't hide our crazy no we, we put, put it, it on right, the front porch exactly and, and show it for everybody yeah. so it's true uh who who was it um oh it was a uh, uh lewis grizzard he was yes. the one that coined that he said yeah we we, we put it or we put it we put it in the parlor it was we don't hide our, our crazy we we uh set it in the, uh, the fancy chair in the parlor or something like it's like yeah, yeah it's, it's something you know it was there are many iterations and, of that saying and, so. and if you're listening to this you don't know who lewis grizzard is you need mm. to look it up and you need to read some of his lewis grizzard was a I don't know. Is he still alive? I, I don't think. Don't I know. don't think he is. I, I, I'm pretty sure he died a while back. Yes. Uh, I guess I could look it up. But he was a humorist. He wrote for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he used to have a a, a a weekly news column. Or it was it was a it was syndicated. News yeah, it was column. a syndicated news column. And uh, he also he did some stand up a little bit. You know, yeah. he would. You know, he was on uh, Designing Women. Like, he was on a couple episodes. Yeah. Like, he was their, I can't remember if he was their brother or their cousin or something like that. Yeah. It was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those. And uh, uh, I remember I remember when um, I was, um, yeah, he's dead. Oh. Uh, he died in 2019. Wow. He was 86 years old. That's a good run. Wow, I, I for some reason I thought he died like. Well, oh, actually, I know who I'm thinking of. Who I'm thinking, thinking of, of uh, Dave, um, the other syndicated columnist. Um, Dave, uh, they, Dave's world was based on it. That was the Harry um, Harry Anderson played him. Oh, you know who I'm talking about uh, Dave. Yeah. Uh, Dave, uh, I can't pull it. Uh, I can't. I, I'm not going to it, go look it's it. It's one up. of the many Daves. There, yeah. there are many of us. Dave, there I are none like oh, me. Though. It's going to hit me like midway through this thing. And I'm going to be like, yeah. Rock this of fire, rock of fire explosion, explosion, explosion not express explosion. The rock of fire explosion. I, okay, forgive me. This is this is your childhood. We're it it really about. and that's Dave hit me with some 
knowledge that I was not yeah, aware of. I, go ahead. Go I've ahead. I've never been to a showbiz. Wow. I, mm. And part of that was because of the way we moved around. And we were just never close to one. And if we were, my parents evidently hid it from me and did never took. So me. was you got you moved to? I went from Kentucky. No, but well, you moved Michigan. here in ninety. Is that right? Ninety ninety one, something mm-hmm. like that. I guess they had already switched over to Chuck E. Cheese by that point. Because the Chuck E. Cheese at Rivergate, like here, that was Showbiz Pizza Place. From that's always been the early a, '80s until the, or somewhere in the early '90s. That's always I guess. been a Chuck E. Cheese. So then, it, that, then it had not it had not it, been that long. And in fact, I had avoided being able to have to go to a Chuck E. Cheese. I do not blame you for until that. Until after I got married and my wife's cousin's kid had a right. birthday party. Of course, there. now my son has discovered Chuck E. Cheese. Oh no! And he likes to go, which I'm fine with it. But it's still one of those things, like. <laughs> I text, I text my friend Rebel like a couple. I guess it was about a month ago. Yeah. I had Xander, and he was like, "I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese." Like, all right. And I text her. I was like, "I officially no longer want to have any more kids." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm at Chuck E. Cheese," and she texts me. She's like, "Oh, I understand that completely." <laughs> well, you know, if we had the, as you put it, the superior pizza, superior yeah, uh, pizza place still open, that might. Well, be you know, a it's different funny story. now with 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 covid and everything like they actually have the showroom closed down yeah like you can't go sit there like i think they well i take it like i take that back the not the last time that i went but the time before that which has been in the last couple of months yeah uh, I've, I've been a couple of times in the last couple of months because like i said my son all of a sudden discovered chuck e cheese and was like hey you know and of course i'm sitting there he's seven and i'm trying he's like no you don't understand this place is not good. Daddy had a good pizza yeah. place. <laughs> and he, he's like, I don't have any clue yeah. what you're talking about. You know, but like I've seen pictures of the pizza that Showbiz served. Yeah, they had and, better pizza. They had better everything. I've I've actually had to eat some of the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Oh, it's terrible. I don't know that you can technically call classify it pizza. that know, as pizza. It's and it, it, this is so hard. It, it, it's it's hard to comprehend, but it's true. It's one step below little caesars which is <laughs> one step no 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 i will actually eat little caesars well look, no, no, no look, look, look. We, we were talking about chucky e. cheese is, is is not edible it's cardboard little with some caesars, ketchup on it little caesars deep dish pizza is wonderful it's pretty good it, i mean it is it's like for for a chain deep dish it's not bad it's eight bucks yeah. And like literally like they're there they have a drive through like just around the corner from where I live here, you know. So it's one of those things that that is literally a I can I can go on yeah. go on their app, order it and go through the drive through and pick it up. Yeah. And in like 10 15 minutes, you know. And it's like, okay, this is awesome. But the rest of their pizza is terrible. No, it's it, not got to get the deep the deep deep uh, you know yeah. pepperoni that we usually get um but yeah but the the little but not little seeds um chuck e. Chuck cheese. E. cheese pizza is just oh man it's cardboard bad. ketchup it's thin it's like i mean like it's even thinner than like pizza huts you know you used to get the thin you know like the thin yeah. it's like even thinner than that and it's just like oh you know uh we, we were also discussing how pizza hut is not the same as it was when we were kids no. and uh, pizza Hut used to actually be really good. Well, and that was kind of growing up because I grew up in a lot of different places, but they also tended to be rural areas. Yeah, Pizza Hut. Pizza was Hut kind was of, everywhere. Pizza Hut was kind of my Pizza Chuck Hut was e. like Cheese. Walmart. 
Yeah, back in the day. I mean, like, literally, like but, Pizza Hut was one of those places you go into a small little town, they will have a Pizza Hut. Just like you go into a small little town, they'll have a Walmart. Yeah. yeah. But Pizza Hut was kind of my Chuck E. Cheese because they had, you know, a cafe, mm-hmm. um, Pac-Man. Right. They usually had one other game on it. Uh-huh. And a lot of times it was like Galaga or right. something like that. They had a killer jukebox. Yeah. And you would go in and order a personal pan pizza and they brought that out in a cast iron skillet like yeah. it was some kind of gourmet thing. Right. And, and as it, a kid, that was like, Whoa. Right, I know, I know, I know. Weird. So often <laughs> where we yeah. started on this thing. So anyways, this, uh, um, Chuck E. All right. We have to actually start with Chuck E. Cheese because Nolan Bushnell, who, created, who, was, a co, who was a co-creator of Atari, yep. um, when he left Atari, or when he was forced out of Atari, I guess I should yeah. say, went and started Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Well, it was it was it wasn't was it was it, Chuck E. Cheese. Was yeah. it Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, he he is the founder of Chuck E. Cheese Pizza, uh, Pizza Place or whatever. And it's but it was one of those things where, and I know you did a little more, a little more of a deep dive on this type of stuff. Yeah, because I, I wasn't as familiar with it as you, right? You were. And uh, so since it's fresh on your mind, I'm gonna let you run with this one for a minute. So yeah, it was. It started in California. It was Chuck E. Cheese, right? Um, and Showbiz came he, about. Well, he had actually he started it by buying another pizza place. It was Party Time Pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's some kind of some of the the characters came over a little. I bit don't know about the, yeah, that. that that's I, I've seen. I've seen a a. A, a documentary about Nolan Bushnell where they talked about that he got bought okay. this and that even if they're not one for one of the yeah. it's still one of those where it's like oh it was really close to to this character and I mean, so like the whole Chuck E. Cheese thing like being yeah. there, why would you want a rat as a you know as a, a well they're claiming mascot. they're claiming now that he's a mouse but Whatever. everybody knows he's, he's a, a rat. rat yeah and it's and have you ever seen like the pictures of the original Chuck E. Cheese yeah, he's they a were rat terrifying looking too yeah I mean, they, they just, were <laughs> he was a rat um but then he decided he wanted to franchise the thing to kind of expand right. it out and enter into the picture holiday inn franchisee who had a bunch of holiday inns uh his name was robert l brock and he was about to sign a contract with Bushnell right. to expand these things out. And then somebody introduced him or he ran into the guy from Creative Engineering. Yeah, Aaron. Um, Fet- not not Creative Engineering. Yeah, Creative yeah, Engineering. Yeah, it's uh, Aaron yeah. Fe- Fetcher. Fetcher, is that his name? Um, let me see if Fector. I can find his name. I think it's Fetcher. Is it? I don't know. It's... Yeah, and so he was. He, Creative Engineering was doing uh, uh, animatronics. Yes, and uh, they um, they did really good work. Like they did a bunch of stuff for like uh, Aaron Fetcher. Fetcher. That's what I yeah. thought it was something like that. Um, and yeah, and they were in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, and, and they were about to sign the contract. And when Brock saw this, he broke off the contract mm-hmm. with Bushnell and went over and got. Aaron right and started showbiz right and there was a lawsuit yeah um and it, and it was basically showbiz was gonna have to pay Chuck E. Cheese something like 50 million over 10 huge, years right it was it was a pretty pretty large yeah um but which explains why they were having financial issues yes and that's the on. other thing is that showbiz pizza place I think they I think they opened like 
they in opened all the, they opened two hundred some odd. The first one was in like like Kansas City, yeah, Missouri, or something. Yeah, it, like it that. is. But the thing is, is that over almost a decade, yeah, uh, they opened over two hundred uh, restaurant, two hundred and forty some odd stores. You know, whatever. Yeah. Stuff. But the problem is, is none of them were profitable. Well, because it was the, just it, the overhead was just killing them you know especially well, the, the startup and you know? the startup on the animatronics right the animatronics was yeah dude uh and we'll get to the animatronics here in a minute because th- that's yeah. actually pretty the way they did all it was really cool he created all that stuff and because so he created the rock of fire explosion yeah which is the band that uh that would that would be there so you had billy bob who was the mascot for showbiz pizza place essentially yeah. like he was the the face like as chuck e cheese is the face of of um chuck e cheese obviously billy bob was that same where somebody would yeah, put on a you sure. know, billy bob costume and walk around you know and you know take pictures with kids and a all lot that of times of it was aaron fletcher when they would go when they, to, when they, when they, they would go open the openings store. he would come in and do it yeah, yeah. that's because he was didn't. also the voice for him yeah I think, yeah and, and they, they did they recorded all everything in orlando like in in where in their studio like they they did everything they yep. made the molds they did the costumes they recorded all the songs they they, they wrote and recorded all, all the, the songs all they, the airbrushing everything was done there it's pretty, pretty spectacular that all of that was done in house like that. I mean, yeah. that is that's pretty cool. In this doc, and in, in the 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 Rock Fire Explosion uh, documentary, he's got a picture of him with them with Michael Jackson, where yeah. at one point he had come to Orlando to see the you know where it was all done and everything. And I thought that's that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. that's a, um, uh, it makes perfect sense, especially given who Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson was. you know, and yeah, the Peter Pan syndrome and everything, yeah. you know. So yeah, they did all that stuff there. So the Rocket Fire Explosion, you had Fats, the gorilla, who was the piano he player, played the piano and kind front. of the, kind of the lead singer of whatever. You had Beach Bear, who was the guitar player. Yep. You had Duke Larue, who was the drummer. You had Mitzi, who was a female singer. She was a it's so funny because like all the rest of these, they're all like all doing something. Yeah. But all she, she was like dressed like a cheerleader and had pom poms and would just kind of move around and that she was, was a it. Backup you know? dancer and yeah. vocalist. Yeah, pretty much. And then you had, of course, you had you had Billy Bob who played guitar and sang, and then you also had uh, the oh, it wasn't Tookie Bird. It was uh, no, that's yeah, that Tookie Bird was something else. <laughs> it was that's something from a bird. Local radio yeah, it was. Some, but there was there was another. There was a bird that was a character there, and Let then me there see was if I can find and then there was another. Here. There was a, another. Um, um, hold on, I've got it right here. Here I don't we think go. Duke Larue was a drummer, though. I think yes, that, he was. He was. He was the drummer. Okay, so you had Billy Bob Broccoli. That's his name. Okay. Okay. You had Fats Geronimo. You had Mitzi Mozzarella. You had Beach Bear. You had Duke Larue. Uh, Rolf and Rolf and Earl was kind of a comedy duo type. He was kind of like a ventriloquist, you know, okay. type thing. Uh, Looney Bird was the name of it. Oh, gotcha. Then there was another one. Um, Choo Choo came on later. Uh, and then there was also a Sun and a Moon. They were just called Sun and Moon. They were background stuff, which yeah. I always thought was pretty cool. That like they would like the sun was over behind Duke, and like it would come up, yeah. you know. And then the moon was over behind Mitzi, and it would come up from time to time. Okay. You know? yeah. um, this is all, and this is all stuff I remember as a kid, like just being fascinated with this stuff. There were also some. 
All right, let me let's. I'm just going to read. I'm at rock. I'm at uh, showbizpizza.com, which is a great. Oh, I I kind of perused that website, source on yeah. this where they have. A, there was another one that was called Uncle Clunk. That was. It says here. I'm, I'm reading this straight from their website. It says Uncle Clunk was the first new character to be introduced to the Rock of Fire explosion by Creative Engineering. Uh, it says Clunk was quite a strange character that was described as an abomination in shows, but beneath his goofy and bizarre persona, he was the most sophisticated animatronic character ever produced. Okay. Um, said he was designed to be a wacky talk show host. Okay. Uh, Clunk was originally voiced by... Okay, that's Jeff. That's a musician who helped form the... Uh, it says here that he was met with mixed reactions, <laughs> first from Showbiz Pizza Place and later by the customers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, the guy who runs that website is one of the guys that they interviewed in the documentary. Is he? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, also, as a side note, uh, Aaron from Creative Engineering mm-hmm. is also the guy who invented the whack-a-mole machine. Oh, nice. You know, Aaron Fetcher... Fetcher is that his name? Something like Fe- that. What? Yeah. Fe- Fector, that's his name. Aaron Fector is an interesting dude. Just from in the documentary, like yeah. he's probably the most interesting character, but he's also like, it's one of those things to where you can tell he's got a lot going on upstairs. He's probably one of these. He's kind of socially mind, awkward, and he's so he's so smart. He has no social skills whatsoever. Mm. And you can tell that, like, the way that he talks is yeah. just like when he's talking about something, like, when he's talking about all the showbiz stuff, he's just super excited. I mean, it's just, oh, you know, anytime yeah. he's talking about any of the stuff that he's worked on over the years, you know, and, and, you know, and he even talks about, like, you know, when he graduated college in the 70s, like, he decided he was going to go create a car that, that got good gas mileage because, you yeah. know, it's like, what 22 year old says, hey, I'm, I'm going to go invent a, a fuel efficient car? Yeah, you know, it's it really it's one of those things where like he like he he's just like oh well I'm I'm gonna go do this now and that's what I'm gonna do and even they talked about like the way that he got into doing this that he was he was selling um, pool cleaners pool cleaners that, that he, he had invented, invented. Yeah. He, had, he had invented a pool cleaner and a guy was and um, the what's his name that we already talked about that, Brock like Brock he went to his door and he was like so you're an inventor do you think you could invite you could uh, invent something for a, a, a amusement park you know like an animatronic stuff and he's like shooting range yeah it was a shooting range that's what it was he's like yeah okay sure and he's like i'd never done that before in my life so i went home and started learning and started learning how to do it he's like i had no idea yeah. how to do it. <laughs> it's just I like just, i figured he just like figure decided, he's like hey i'll figure it out and then did it yeah. <laughs> and then and then he eventually did all this other he's stuff one of those guys yeah 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 you know and and it's just like and of course you know he went to engineering school and everything so he had like yeah. you know, it wasn't just oh i got an idea i'll go figure it out it's like no he had the smarts to, you know and, and the, the knowledge to he go had the with smarts. it he went and got the training right and yeah. uh, uh and he's a he's an interesting character um yeah. definitely a character who ended up marrying a much younger much woman, younger woman much younger who woman who worked at a showbiz who was a big huge fan of, of showbiz of the, and yeah, the, and the rock, rock of fire explosion. explosion um so it's a it's an interesting like i said there there are a few other people who are in this documentary that are kind of it's really this it's really aaron and it's um thrasher thrasher that what's his first name i can't remember his I first can't name i remember his first name is it jeff let me see if I. Can, I don't. It was, I don't know that I can find it. Yeah, I know that one might be difficult. But you know, and he's kind of the other because he had you know loved 
showbiz pizza place as a kid. And so he, you know, as an adult, he went and found out that there were still um, these rocket fire explosion shows that were available. And so he got in touch with, with, uh, with Aaron and was like, Hey, can I buy one of these? You know? And so, and he wound up buying it and setting it up and setting up a place for them in, on his uh, property in Alabama. And then he went, Pro- and programmed new songs into them well, Thresher, and put them on and put them on well thresher uh, figured out how to do the programming on them it was thresher himself that right was programming right right that's yeah. what i'm saying he, he programmed new ones and then put the videos on youtube, YouTube and this yeah. is back when youtube was still kind of in its infancy yeah and they were talking about you know they're like oh yeah you know they get like a million views which these days it that's like, nothing but it's like he had to rock a fire doing hey there delilah hey there delilah several different things, uh, bubba yeah. sparks yeah. miss new yeah. booty yeah 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 yeah, yeah. which was funny. surreal in and of itself that was really funny uh but yeah but it's one of those things where it's like and still he's sitting there using like he's using like an old apple computer apple 2e apple 2e yeah and i'm just like i'm I'm sitting there looking at all this stuff and even like when when they're at uh they're in orlando at the at the um um at creative you know engineering engineering, it's still all of this early 80s tech that they're working with which is really cool the thing that i thought was really interesting i don't know if you caught it or not is that their triggers we're like doorbells. Door yeah. I know. I was like the little. I was like, wow, that is and like '80s doorbells. It was like the the the, the, big the brass. rectangular. Yeah, the the rectangular. You yeah. know, like up. And it's like, wow, that is. And like they're literally like. It was just so wild to see all this stuff. Like, no, they created that out of nothing. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, but so yeah, it's, it's an like I said, it's an interesting document. At the end of the doc, Thresher opens a showbiz pizza zone him and his wife yeah and and um and put his and you know and, and fire put his fireside. explosion they found out some more to the story now this was in 2009 or it was in 2009 when he opened the place yeah and in 2010 no yeah it was 2010 it, it didn't last very long no no uh, he had to shut it down and he sold his show back to aaron uh-huh who then sold it to an amusement park in South Korea. Okay. Um, I know, because did you catch, you know, there was one of them that he was working on where he did some modifications on it that he was, did you see, did you catch where he was sending it to? No. He was sending it to Jordan. Oh. Yeah. The country Yeah. Yeah, because he had. He kept talking about it, and like they had changed fats a little bit, you know. No, and, not a little bit. They completely reskinned him. Yeah, they put lighter, on like a lighter. Tone. Yeah, exactly. He, did, he yeah. wasn't the like gorilla, the black gorilla fur. It was a kind of a almost blonde yeah. in a lot of ways. Uh, but yeah, but but it was but it's one of those things. Apparently, internationally, again, if you go over to uh, showbizpizza.com, they have a. Um, one of their things that that's in yeah. here is like international because they have let's see where is it where is it where'd it go it's around here somewhere it is man i am so out of it right now it's not even funny i am um i'm right there with you but apparently there's another place called bullwinkles oh there's a bunch of places out there that i wanna, have this kind of like okay i i want to point one out in particular okay because we've already talked about a certain movie on here, Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland, yes. Well, in watching this documentary and going and kind of doing a deeper dive into the, some of the locations, there is a place in West Virginia called Billy Bob's Wonderland 
that, yes. that has one of the Rockfire Explosion shows. And I'm thinking the guy who wrote the movie must have oh, absolutely. come across this establishment at some point. The here and that, of course, like like I said, there was a showbiz. There, there were a couple of showbiz pizzas around. There was one at Hickory Hollow, and there was one here at Rivergate. They sure, were near the malls, you know. Um, the one at Hickory Hollow closed a long time. I think they actually closed rather than converting over to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Um, this Chuck E. Cheese is still operating over here somehow. Um, but I remember that wasn't the first Chuck E. Cheese that we got here in Nashville. In the mid-80s, one moved in over on Murfreesboro Road, like over where you would get off at, um, um, off Broadway Parkway in Murfreesboro oh, Road. Like yeah, there, yeah, uh, yeah, down there close to Bennigan's well, or something? Well, no, no, it was like literally like right there when you got when you got off on, it was oh, right there. okay. I don't know what's in there. I think it's a storage place, like a self-storage place now. Yeah. There used to be, there was a haunted house in there for years, you know, and, and just type of stuff. It didn't last long, like maybe a year yeah. or something like that. I went there one time, and I remember my, me and my parents going there, sure. you know, and being like, what in the hell is this thing? I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was like dark inside. And I mean, like, light it. Like, the way that it was lit yeah. was just like, it was like. Well, it was to make the graphics on the video games pop, I guess, right? but it was like, it, it, in a lot of ways, it was kind of like walking into an arcade. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Goes, I remember, and we'll get to the showbiz pizza of it all in here, because I have all kinds of memories around this place. Um but I, I do remember that Chuck E. Cheese only lasting like a year and then it was gone. Yeah. And then when Chuck E. Cheese took over Showbiz, several, you know, well, no, five no, no, years no. later. Let's, oh, okay, let's, okay, okay, let's, okay. Let's, let's get let's, into let's, this. All right, all right, sorry, sorry. So these two are competing. And there was a lawsuit. And there was a lawsuit, uh, yeah. which evidently did not help Chuck E. Cheese at all Mm-mm. because Chuck E. Cheese had to file for bankruptcy. Yes. They were going out of business mm-hmm. and Chuck E. Cheese got bought up by Brock and Showbiz Pizza. Yep. And they were actually the same company competing side by side. Yep. And according to Aaron in the documentary, they were going to they yeah. were brought in new people, they were figuring out how to trim the fat, right. figuring out how to trim the company down. And one of the things they decided is the animatronics were too expensive. And according to him, right, they said, uh, you need to give us the copyright and the rights to the entire show, mm-hmm. and we'll give you, you know, no, there wasn't even an offer of money. It's no, like, it no, you just, you just need to give it to you us. You need to it's, give it to us. It's, it's this branding is here, you know, and yeah. he basically told them to screw was, themselves. And it was basically, you know, if you give us the rights and all that, your show will actually still live on. Your characters right. will still live on. If you don't give them to us, we'll kill them. Right, right. And he was like, uh, screw you guys. I'll figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. And that's when they consolidated everything over to Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. And started redressing his animatronics. Yes, and that's one of the things in the stock. They have some, like the the video that they sent out yeah. to the to the different tours of like how to change how to switch them over from yep. Rock of Fire Explosion into whatever the bastardized Chuck E. Cheese version it was of like it was. The Chuck E. Cheese and Munch something. Magical yeah, band but the thing is, is they really didn't do like a whole that. lot. Like rather than you know than Fats being a gorilla, they basically just kept the same. All the internal 
everything was the same and they just reskinned it with like a purple and yellow something yeah. that this like some kind of fantasy character or something you know it's it's really weird the way that they did all that stuff you know they they and what was another thing is i remember with this one over here at yeah. rivergate is that billy bob stuck around for a long time even after it was chuck e cheese yes and then eventually they got rid of him completely yep. and and but i do remember that that one character sticking around i'm like but billy bob is showbiz pizza he's not chuck e cheese you yeah. know like um i don't know if that was just that store or if they kept that character somehow or something i don't know I, I it was weird mention of it. um they're probably like oh we've already got these walk around costumes we I might will as well use them till, no i mean like the animatronic stayed there for a really? long time yeah like it stayed on that 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 right hand stage for the longest time that's weird and then they eventually switched it out for chucky you know because yeah. he took over that spot i there was a, and it's not there any longer, there was a bowling alley out on, off of Charlotte, like on the other side of town, the west part of Nashville. Yeah, there's an at-home there now. Yeah, and they had the Rock of Fire explosion there for many years. Now, it yeah. didn't work. It just sat there. And there was, the Nashville scene actually did a write-up on it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's been over a decade ago. Sure. You know? And I remember like reading then the, basically the guy who bought it that owned the place, you know, bought it um, because his son was a big fan of that whenever he was a kid or whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, it worked for a couple of years and it stopped working. And then we just kind of left it there, but people would still want to come in and take pictures of it and you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. I don't know if it's still floating around Nashville anywhere or if it's gone now. Um, but even in that article, like then, like I said, this article came out in probably 2007, 2008, 2009, somewhere around in that, uh, before I saw this, this documentary. And I remember him saying that, you know, he had many people offer to buy it and that kind of stuff. He's like, yeah. now, as long as I can, you know, but that place is gone now. So I often wonder whatever happened to, to that particular animatronic, you know, because it's not like if he hadn't have called Aaron, Aaron would have come oh, up here. He would come up here and completely refurbished it. More like, but then again, you get into the whole, you don't know if he yeah. knew Aaron, you know, because he said that he bought it when the show, the, the places were shutting down. Yeah. He, he, made an offer and they were like yeah go ahead you know um so that was kind of the last little bit of showbiz pizza here i want to go into my own memories of this absolutely a little bit because take it away i remember the very first time i walked into a showbiz pizza place it was in huntsville alabama it must have been 1981 or 82 83 maybe at the very latest yeah um no, it wouldn't even have been. It, it had to have been like 80 or 81, somewhere around in there, because I was still like six, seven years old, okay. you know, some, somewhere in that. The And the reason, like, I have family that lives in Huntsville, and my dad was doing some work down there for my, my his brother lives down there. Sure. He was helping them, and he was getting, he was um, starting a new business, and he was doing some work, you know, helping out. And he came back talking about this place that had video games and you know and this is like right when video games were kind of becoming like mainstream not even just mainstream just like starting to enter the public consciousness you know i mean because you got to remember it like pac-man came out in 81 yeah you know um or excuse me in 1980 and then but you know asteroids and pong had been around for a little you know, pong especially had been around for a while but which it was, one was of those, an atari game right exactly from but, bushnell right but it was one of those things that like 
I remember the first time seeing a Pac-Man machine was at a, uh, you, you may or may not remember, it was Zare's department store. Oh, no, I totally remember Zare's. Yeah, and so the one that we had here locally, like we were, my, me and my parents were in there one night, and we were walking out, and I'm like, hey, what's this thing? And I'm over there looking at it, and it was just mesmerized, of, you know, all the lights and you know and the sounds and everything. And nobody was, it was just like on the demo screen. It wasn't even like actually playing, you know. Yeah. I was like, I want to play this, you know. And I remember they were like, no, come on, we got to go, you know. But going into that showbiz pizza, in Huntsville, Alabama, because they got one before we did. Sure. Used to, Huntsville would get a lot of stuff before we would. Yeah. That's flipped now because it was kind of, at the time, they were probably a lot, they're a lot closer in size to us, but also the fact that there were so many, like, engineering and, you know, NASA was located there, oh, yeah. you know, no, or, still you, know, and, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know, had all these, like, defense contractors, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's the reason they call it Rocket City USA, you know. Yeah. Um, and he'd still like that. I know. And so it's one of those that, you know, they would get a lot of test stuff before we would, you know, a lot of different restaurants. Like, send it to the engineering yeah, geeks. Yeah. They'll get this. So, and my uncle really loved, like, video games and that kind of stuff. He was a really, he was a, what still is a real computer geek, you know, and all yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So it was really cool of, like, my dad coming back and being like, yeah, this place is kind of cool, you know. So I remember us going down there one weekend and walking into that place the first time and just i mean just my six seven year sensory old overload. sensory every it was it was complete sensory overload to the point where i was almost i remember being overwhelmed by now, everything now we know where your love for las vegas started <laughs> yeah something like that um and you know and also the fact that like all of a sudden it was like hey you know of course we didn't have an Atari yet, um, but my, my my aunt and uncle had my, that that not that aunt, my another one of my aunts aunt sure. and uncles had yeah, one. Yeah, he yeah. Has, my cousin David, who was a few years older than me, they had one. I remember playing it there. Uh, we did have one of the old Pong, like that you hooked up to your oh, TV, yeah. you know, you games. Had the paddles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, playing yeah, that, yeah, yeah, we yeah. had one of those like way back. So that was a lot of fun. Of course, I was really angling trying to get an Atari, but this was a whole different thing. This these these games were a lot more sophisticated than the Atari. You know, and of course, one fed the other oh, over yeah. time. Um, I remember when Showbiz Pizza opened here, um, which was probably about a year later, you know, 82, 83, somewhere around in there. Yeah. And I had several birthday parties there because, of course, because that was like their big thing, you know. Lucky you. I went to a lot of birthday parties there. Um, my cousin. Uh, Jessica, she's five years younger than me. She had a ton of birthday parties <laughs> at, at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. I mean, at uh, See, the Showbiz best, Pizza. You the know. best I ever got was uh, Ronald McDonald Land, where yeah, you'd, have, yeah, a, back you'd in, yeah. have a birthday party at McDonald's, and right, McDonald they would Land, force man. the employees to put on the right, costumes. Right. Of like back when they had the playground and, the and everything. Yeah. No, this was before the playground. Oh, that's right. That's right. That this was. This is when that you was, could still smoke right. in McDonald's. <laughs> You remember the little like yeah, the little the tin, tin foil, foil like, and it had like yeah. the little M in the middle of yeah. it. <laughs> That's the era of McDonald's I'm talking about. You could sit there and eat your Big Mac and, and smoke. smoke. Yep. Well, that was the while the kids are having the birthday party in the back. And that was Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. I keep saying Chuck E. Cheese. Showbiz Pizza and Chuck E. Cheese both allowed smoking inside. They yeah. served beer like that was a thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's. I have tons and tons. I remember playing the 
that is where I, I played the sit down Star Wars game, you know, the vector graphics nice. for, you know, they, and they did, they had the sit down version of it. You know, that's where I played all kinds of, of games for the first time. See, I've only ever been able to play the stand up version yeah, of it's, that. It's not the same. It's, it's, no, it's not the same. And, and it's on my bucket list of if I ever have a lot of money, I will I will own one of those. But that will be just a complete like, no, I am going to own this. I don't care how much it costs me, you know, yeah. type thing. Uh, I remember, you know, playing Moon Patrol and, and you know, I mean, just all at Zaxxon and, and like all of these games. That's where yeah. Skee-Ball, of course, because Skee-Ball is, you know, like a huge thing. That was, a, you know, of course, you'd get tickets and you could, yep. you could, you could, you could save up the tickets it's like chuck e cheese now except they actually had a lot more branded stuff than what chuck e cheese has now you know you would be able to get like a billy bob doll or, or, oh, or it was, you know no it was totally showbiz branded absolutely everything because i remember everything. seeing friends that had right. like the stuff at their house i'm like where'd you get that? everything was show was showbiz well, branded. we had to drive three hours to so-and-so to go to showbiz now the only bit of showbiz anything that i have left Uh oh and this is something that i did not carry with me this is something that you know i don't know eight or nine years ago whenever i was doing the flea market you know we yeah. opened our store and everything we bought a bunch of stuff and this was in there and i was like no that's going in my collection sure Are these 45 records oh sweet of the uh, rock of fire the rock of fire explosion and look at like the back one of them's fats yeah. one of them's uh duke um and this is actually these. I'll put pictures of this up on our Instagram when it goes live. There, I actually had. There are actually four records here that were put in the same sleeves. Nice. Um, these these over these two right here. These are the birthday. There's one side is happy birthday. The second side is do you love me? And this is all Rock of Fire Explosion doing. Yeah. This. Uh, it's funny. Uh, the the so do you love me? It says featuring Beach Bear. Um, and then the other one is just birthday, which I think is the original birthday song that they were doing. On that he on was the doing on the documentary, yeah. Uh, and then the second, uh, the B side for this one is heartaches. It says featuring Duke, so that that means Duke uh, Duke Ledoux got to uh, to sing on that on that one. Nice. And then this other two that I have here, <laughs> and I love this. So this is this one's Fats. Okay. Okay. Uh, one of them, the one, the the B side is Mr. Baseman. I don't know what that is, but it says Fats and Billy Bob. Yeah. But the other one is called Banana Hill, and it's just, and it's obviously Blueberry Hill, you yeah. know, and Fats Domino. Um, and then there is School Days featuring Fats. Uh, that's the, uh, you know, oh, up in the morning and off to school, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then Catch a Wave is the other one. It doesn't say who it's featuring. I bet so it's Beach Bear. I'm pretty sure it probably is. So, yeah, I have these, and we will I will take pictures of them and make sure that they go up on the... They're not, of course, they're not in the best of, of shape. Anyway, it's funny, right here. Uh, this one still has a sticker on it. Show, or it has the price sticker. How much do you think a... In let's say right here, 1981. How much do you think a 45 of Fats the Gorilla singing School Days would go for? And it's got two records. No, it, they only had one. They only had. They only one? came with one. The, the second record is the the rest of these are obviously whoever had these before only had two of the the covers the covers because you can also see that like one of these covers in the back has duke and the other one has 
has fats. So there were yeah. other ones. There was one that had Mitzi. There was one that had Billy okay. Bob. There was one, you know. I'm going to say buck ninety nine. You're close. Dollar sixty nine. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, I remember. And, what and that's, store was that? Uh, it says Showbiz Pizza on it. That's what it says. You could buy them at Showbiz Pizza Place. Um, wow. That's. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And. I don't ever remember seeing any of those sold outside of showbiz. Yeah, pizza. Uh, it they may have. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you, you just you never know. I gotta find a forty five adapter now. Yeah, no. It's, I, you know, that's the thing. I don't have an. I don't have a forty five adapter for. And yours does have one. Does it? Yeah, it comes with one. I haven't opened the box on yeah. it yet. I've, I've been trying to clean a place out to yeah, set the it thing has. up. Yeah, and I know because it used to be mine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it does have a forty-five adapter on it. Well, you may have to um, come to the house to listen to your records then. Yeah. Um. So that, and of course, you know, the whole thing with like the ski ball was that oh, I love you know ball. you would play and you would get tickets and you could turn you know turn the tickets in for it, which yeah, obviously, of course, it was tokens. It wasn't, you know, it was yeah. it was not quarters. It was tokens because that way they have your money, yep. you know. And yes, around here somewhere, I have some showbiz slash Chuck E. Cheese tokens yeah. somewhere. Um, when when showbiz pizza went away, that was still it was kind of like toy, when Toys R Us went away. Yeah, you know where I it was like, that. oh man, that's a big chunk of my childhood is gone now. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's one of those things that when Chuck E. Cheese first took over, it kind of stayed the same as far as the arcade games and everything in there. But over time, they all became redemption games of some sort, yeah. you know, where it's, Oh no. I mean, and even now, like you go over there, there are no arcade games like we think of, you know, I mean, it, it literally is. It's like, Oh look, here's, you know, Here's a coin drop, or here's a you know you know you're playing skee ball. Now I do love going and playing the uh, the basketball, the the shoot oh, you know yeah. shootout game. I love that. I I could stand there all day and play. I was actually I'm actually still pretty good at skee ball. Also, um, I used to be able to hit the two holes in the. Upper I never even right. bothered with those because I got to the point where I could hit that 100 at the very top yeah. every time. Like I could hit nice. it almost almost every time, and if I missed it, I would catch the fifty right below it. I mean, it was just I I got that good, you know. Uh, I I figured out how to take that ball. I, I haven't been able to do it in years. It was back when I was playing it a lot, to where I could take that could, thing. You had to put a spin on it. You'd yeah, put a spin on it, and you would angle it so it would catch the wall right at the ramp, and then bounce all the way across. And it yeah. would bounce all the way across, hit the back wall, and in that hole. Right, and uh, but <laughs> I'm going to tell this story. Um, is this family friendly? To, yeah, it's family friendly. Okay, just but checking. Uh, you never know with you. So when I turned 27, okay? Yeah. We were hanging out, me and my girlfriend at the time, who would I would go on to marry later. Um, so you know exactly who I'm talking about. We we were hanging out at my parents' house. My you know my 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 first my dad was like, hey, you know, it's your birthday. Where do you want to go to? Where do you want to go to? Uh, yeah, and I was I like, "See where this is going." I want to because it was Chuck E. Cheese by that point. You know, yeah. I was like, "I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese," and he was like, "No, seriously, I, no, seriously, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese." You know, so we we wound up going to Chuck E. Cheese Pizza and you know eating pizza and you know whatever. And so <laughs> so we got finished. You know, we played played games and stuff. Of course, she was kind of like, "Did you get the the, I can't, the dollar no, 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 windmill no. machine?" But she was kind of like, "I cannot believe you're." wanting to do this you know type thing yeah so 
we're walking back over to the table where my parents are sitting, you know? Yeah. And Chuck E. Cheese comes walking through. Like, you know, they always have somebody that's in, you know, and quite honestly, Chuck E. started hitting on her. You know, I mean, like, you know, he, you know, whoever was in the, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like the Ricky rat grabber, but no, but it was, it was one of those things where he was, he kept, you know, like, you know, like flirting, you know, they don't talk, but you know, they were yeah. flirting who were, you know, and the thing is it might not even have been a guy that was in there. I don't know. It may have just been one of those things where it was just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I'll sell her to you for tokens. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me like, what? I'm like, 200, 200 right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, well, you had to understand that. Dave laughs because he understands that relationship. You know, it was just, she didn't let me live that down for years after that. You know, like, you were trying to sell me to Chuck E. Cheese. It's like, <laughs> I wouldn't let you live it down. Uh, but I've been, like I said, my cousin, my cousin Anna, who you met when we yes. were just last week, when she was little, she would usually come up here during the summertime for a week and stay at my parents place and i would always take her we would go two places we would go to chuck e cheese yeah and we'd go to toys r us yeah and i mean that was just our well you should i mean literally it was okay we're gonna do this and we did that until she was like 11 or 12 years old or something like that you know and it was funny because i remember the first time that i didn't take her to toys r us like she said something about it to like her mom later like it's like no we didn't go to toys r us you know it's like 13 years old i'm like i figured you probably don't want to go any longer you know of course you know she's grown up to be you know a, a great geek girl you know on top of it all but uh but yeah that was just kind of hooray for geek girls i remember but at that time sitting there and just being like this is not showbiz pizza yeah. like this this just isn't she doesn't ever remember a time where there was a Chuck, where there was a showbiz pizza place. Yeah, my kids will never remember a time when there was a showbiz pizza place. Yeah, you know, and so it's it's sad, but at the same time, I'm like, there's enough, there's enough of um, artifacts of it left around. Yeah, to where, you know these 45s or, 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 you know, random YouTube videos. YouTube videos as long as you don't or, get the Bubba Sparks version. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's the other thing is that the commercials that they used to run, you know, like oh, I can still, I, I, know I can, all. I can still sing, you know, it's like, you never seen a place like showbiz pizza place. They'll serve you a pizza second to none. So yeah. come for the pizza, stay for the fun, 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 you know, types of, and then oh, there I was, remember you know, the commercials. Yeah. I never got to go to now, one. Now what was really funny is that like, because they were the same company, like, later on yeah them and chuck e cheese there was the you know it's like you know eh, showbiz pizza you can act like a kid you can have more fun yeah. than you ever did it's, a, it's where a kid there's can be games a kid. And, and there's games like when you flip your lid showbiz pizza where kid can be a fit well they had a chuck e cheese version of that also yeah, it was like did. chuck e cheese is where kid can i was like i remember the first time seeing that going no <laughs> no no <laughs> this is wrong <laughs> yep and uh you know it's just i loved showbiz pizza place i will always love showbiz pizza place i'm probably not going to go as far as to put any of his branding on me permanently like i have some other stuff you mean like the toys are like the toys are us i yeah. know or the you know the snake eyes tattoo or the you know the the, the, Pac-Man. the pac-man tattoos or yeah. whatever um but it is a part of growing up in the 80s you know it made perfect sense that that 
that that pizza parlor came to be during the 1980s and thrived all the way through the 80s and then died out immediately in the early 90s. Yeah. And was replaced by an inferior version of everything, which was perfect for a lot of what happened from the 90s on with everything. We have been inundated with inferior versions of everything we grew up with. <laughs> Pretty much in our adult lives. So... <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I'm not. I'm not sure. I quite get it. Uh, and I'm. I'm kind of not looking forward to the next time we see I the guys know. from Grown Up. You Gen know, X, well, I think George may come after George, you. George, I know. And, and and the thing is, it's part of the part of the reason that I said that about the you know at the panel about yeah. you know, going to a Showbiz Pizza and it being the superior pizza is because they have that has come up several times on their podcast oh, I where know, they, that's I know. kind of been an ongoing George maintains that that Chuck E. Cheese is the superior you know the superior one and then like I think it's John is always like saying that Showbiz is the superior yeah. and so it's one of those things where I'm like no I'm team Showbiz I will always be team Showbiz Billy Bob forever okay <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> okay I get you uh, I understand I just you know, I don't. I don't have one to pick from. I'm, I know. I don't I have know. a dog in this fight. Well, now if, if you if it came to like Chicago deep dish, then I might fight you. And oh well, yeah. I'm, you want to get into some other pizza places, I mean, which we talked a little bit about. I mean, I'm know, super stuff. stoked that there's actually a Geno's East here in Nashville now. So, have you had three one two? Three one two is good pizza, but there's a difference. There's a couple different styles of Chicago style pizza. One has cornmeal in the crust. One has corn oil in the crust, and three one two is doing the corn oil thing. Yeah, you lost me like four sentences ago there. So, uh, have you had Hungry Howie's? I've never even heard of that. Hungry Howie's. I had only heard about it because of it, it's it's a it's a it's a chain. I don't know that it's a national chain, but it's definitely a regional chain of of, yeah. of pizza place, uh, and it's just a regular pizza parlor, you know, type thing, like you know. Domino's or whatever, yeah. And CC's or you know, we haven't even talked about CC's pizza, and that's a whole other thing. Or Mr. Gaddy's, you remember Mr. Gaddy's? No, don't you badmouth Gaddy's. I'm not. I loved Gaddy's. I will. Gaddy's was awesome. Okay, and we should we should talk about Mr. Gaddy's here you, in just a second. But hold, let's, Hungry Howie's is kind of one of those where it's okay. you know, uh, but they moved they moved in here and in, into the Nashville area a couple of years ago, and I've had them, and they're not bad. Like they're kind of that. It's pizza. You yeah. know, it's like it's like no, this is this is good. This is not. I mean, there. I definitely had much worse. You pizza mean it's than not this. offensive like CC's? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, CC's. Is. <laughs> I don't like eating any place that has a pizza buffet because what you wind up doing is you wind up with a bunch of kids there who run through and just like put their fingers all over everything up on the buffet, yeah. like all the food, all the whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm not eating that. CC's is kind of on par with Chuck E. Cheese and pizza. CC's is also one of those places that. I have not eaten there a bunch of times, but every time that I have, within half an hour of leaving, I am in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, no ifs, ands, buts. Like, it doesn't matter if I have one piece or I have 10 pieces. It's the same every time. So, yeah. So everybody knows but that. Let's, let's get to Gaddy's. Don't All right, Mr. Gaddy's. Gaddy's. I'm not. No, I'm not. Because Miss Nay will come after you. No, we had, a, we had a local Mr. Gaddy's here, like a lot of places did. And it was a weird, like. What was that? What was that little mall? 
that was over oh, Harding. Harding Mall. Harding there was Mall. one yeah, in Harding one Mall, there. and that's the one that my wife went well, to. Well, there was one that was at Rivergate for the longest time. You know, it sat around Rivergate Parkway. Yeah. And uh, that place was kind of cool because they did have the buffet. Like, you could go they in there and get the, the buffet. But they also but had, had a really had, good game room. And they also had a really good salad bar on top of it all. Oh, yeah. I and they would always, that. and they would have like the big screen. They would always yeah. showing, you know, usually, you know, football on Sundays or whatever. But they would have, they would run movies. They would show whatever, yeah. you know, type well, stuff. On Saturdays, it was. Any Gettys I went to as a kid or grown up, right? On Saturdays, it was playing football, right? That's where the, the right. adults went to eat pizza and drink beer and watch and football. The kids would go over and play video, games. right? And again, they didn't have a ton of video games. Like they might have had like four or five machines or something, but they always had good stuff. Four or five know? machines, yeah. This no. one over here did. That was they. They might have had four or five machines. The ones that I went to because their than game, that. their game room was maybe. I don't know half the size of, of that. The right ones I went there. to, I, mean, I remember there a, being like eight or nine machines. Yeah, not not at the one that I went to. Now I sure. I did not go there to play video games. That was just an added. Oh, we can go do yeah. this. Uh, it was, you know, they had good pizza. You know, and the thing is, you know, they came back a few years ago. Yeah, for a little while. But every one of them that I saw, they were always like in a like a convenience store you like it wasn't a full restaurant or anything it was like oh we have mr gaddy's pizza and it's like this isn't mr gaddy's pizza this is no no, <laughs> no uh, see the part of kentucky i'm from uh-huh. in the guest you know around here it's all hunt hunt brothers right um i've never seen gaddy's in a gas station where yeah. i was from up in um kentucky it was always godfather's pizza in the gas stations godfather's that makes me remember there was a godfather's pizza here like an actual like sit down restaurant yeah. godfather's uh uh people also kind of forget about pizza inn no i totally don't forget about pizza inn because my senior year in high school in hendersonville yeah i remember that pizza inn it was up yeah well i had senior dismissal uh and after senior dismissal school was out and then i had to go over back to the school to do band practice right you know we because i was in the drum line and you know after school it was so me and two or three other guys that had senior dismissal which means we got out an earlier you know an hour earlier than mm-hmm. everybody else we would literally hop in the car and run across the street and hit the buffet about 20 minutes before it was ending okay and we would shut down the buffet and then have to go back and and right usually throw our guts up for more yeah this pizza i remember there was a there was a pizza in here at, again at rivergate mall yeah uh, actually it wasn't at the mall it was before you get one of the like where we're the home depot like over in that oh area. yeah 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 yeah. and again it was one of those things it was in that that strip mall over there and it was good like i remember the pizza being better than pizza hut um, i, the I pizza remember was good yeah i remember the, the pizza being really good at pizza and first place i discovered a dessert pizza yes yeah. yes it was the chocolate the it was basically chocolate pudding that was put on a pizza crust well there was that one then they yeah. had like a chocolate chip cookie type thing yeah i remember when they did the vanilla Ooh. oh dude it was so good oh. it was so good. i love vanilla though i mean that's a uh but i remember when they did the when they i, I liked the chocolate but yeah. whenever the vanilla i was like oh give me all that and that most people, so and most people you, were like actually. nah you can have all. i was like no seriously i will take all of it yeah. you know it's a uh <laughs> the one thing i do remember when we first moved to town is there was still an uno's pizza in river Uno's was still here yeah and i i liked going to uno's because their pizza was good yeah there's 
you know, you go back and you look at like we're just talking pizza now. You go back and, and okay, you remember? Sorry, it's all I got. You remember <laughs> when pizza when uh, Little Caesars first came around and it was the pizza pizza like you would buy, buy one and get oh, one I've, free? I've told this story. Yeah. I don't know how many times on this podcast, but that was a huge thing. Yeah, I mean that was a huge thing. Like, oh, you mean you get two pizzas for the price of one? You know? Yeah. And, and, for, and, and honestly, the pizza wasn't bad the back pizza then was either. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was head. Believe it or not, Little Caesars was headquartered in Hendersonville. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Um, so. But you know, living in Illinois, I know they were big in Illinois because I remember seeing the commercials on WGN all the time. Yes, that was a huge thing. You know, with the up through there. Yeah, and and we didn't really have like an official Little Caesars. It was like attached to the local movie store. And oh, that's cool. the The counter was up front. And you would go in and you would order your pizzas. Right. While the pizzas were cooking, you'd go to the back and pick out your movies. Mm-hmm. And you'd go up front and you'd pay for the whole thing and go home. Well, the original Little Caesars that was here yeah. is still there. But it's something else now. Okay. It has it has been uh little after Little Caesars because Little Caesars pulled out of this area completely in the early nineties somewhere. Yeah. Uh they've only come back in the last decade or so yeah and now they're all like they're driving you know, they, they were they were never going in sit down places they no. were you know you would call in and you could walk in and get them or they would deliver it to you you know usually actually no i remember when they first moved in I've here i've never was, known a little it Caesar's wasn't delivery deliver. they was do always, deliver now but uh, it was always uh come get it right and it was always you know you had to go inside you know it was, yep. it was a walk-up place it shut down for years all right it shut down but then it I guess whoever owned the uh, the franchise or whatever just moved right into being a Roma's pizza. Okay, and I think it's still Roma's. If I'm, and if it's if it's not, it's something else that's food related. They still the inside of it still looks the same. It still has the same tile on the walls and the floors and and everything. Yeah, uh, and we're talking that's been there almost 40 years why you decorate know? when all know. anybody cares about is how does it taste? And it's kind of cool that that it's still there because like. There's a cool little uh, Chinese restaurant right down the center, like on the corner. Okay. And then there's just another place that opened right in between the two here recently that I have not tried out yet that is a, a some kind of seafood place. Oh, that that could be... That could be good or it could be really bad. I know. But I'm kind like, of I'm kind of in curious. In the bathroom, sick, really yeah. bad. I'm kind of curious with it, though, where I'm like, I'm going to go try it and check it out one of these days. You yeah. Know? Um, the cool thing about it is that that little Caesar's Pizza... It's over. Uh, we talk about the Great Escape quite a bit, you know. Yeah. Okay. So it was right down in that same center where the Great Escape originally was, like okay. back behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, all, all back behind the the uh, Burger King. Yeah. So it literally was one of those things that you could order. You know, go to the Great order the pizza, drive over there. I could go to the Great Escape, run in there real quick, grab stuff, and then go over and pick up the pizza and go. Or at the time, there was also a video store on the very far end of that center. It was right right at the strip of that. Yeah. yeah. So it was one of those things. Again, it was kind of the go. You order the pizza, or you call the pizza in. You go pick up videotapes. You run up, walk down, pick up the pizza, and then you're gone. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things where it was all that was always just a cool, you know, strip malls are such a weird thing. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I don't. Yeah, know, I don't know any again. other way to 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 They're, to state that because strip malls are either the saddest thing you've ever seen, 
or it's the coolest or con- conglomeration of things. Of things. I know. And it's like, oh, we can hit this and we can do that. And we can hit here. Back, and we can do that. Way back then, the other thing that was in there that was kind of cool was there was a Radio Shack. Oh, I miss Radio Shack. So there Shack. was a Radio Shack, a Little Caesars, The Great Escape, and a video store, like all right there. Like, yeah. you know, and, and of course they weren't like right side by side by side by side, but they were like close enough. They were close enough to where yeah. it was like, all right, this is kind of cool, you know? Uh, and of course, you know, most of that stuff's gone now or, or it's moved. You know, Great Escape's still in that, in that vicinity but it's not in that same location it grew and then it outgrew that building even and it's in an old hollywood video now you know yeah. so it's like all right this is cool um i really miss radio shack though eh, i'm not even gonna lie every once in a while i need a i need a component yeah. of something and i'm like god i wish radio shack still existed because well you, I, yes i can get it off of Amazon or eBay or any number of places on the internet. But I, the thing is, is that if I need it, I need, I need it right, it right now. now. Exactly. I don't need to wait two to three business exactly. days for Amazon to design and they might want to ship it to me exactly. sometime next month. Exactly. So that, um, I, I knew, we've gone way off topic here. <laughs> Actually, no, I guess because of the animatronics, you would have to probably, they probably well, shopped it. Was, it. It was all, it was all um, air-driven. Yeah, you know, that was something I'd forgotten about until I watched. I watched this last night, yeah. that, that all of that was air, it was compressed air, Yeah, is what did everything. It's like, wow, that's, again, seeing all that 80s tech, you know, and that's something we didn't talk about, about uh, uh, Grand Old Gaming Expo, was the, the computer room, where they had oh, all the Oh, you mean old, Southern Fried? Yeah, that's what did I Southern, say. You uh, said Grand Old. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the Southern Fried, Southern Gaming, Fried Expo. Gaming Expo. Because was the vintage computer room? The, yeah, yeah, and they did. I mean, they had like, you know, they had like old Tandys, and you know, they had the was it the the Tandy was it the TS one TS one eighty or TSR eighty TSR eighty? That's what it was, uh, you know. And that they, that was that was an, the radio slot that Radio Shack exclusively sold Tandy computers. Yeah. It was a PC compatible, you know. Uh, it's funny because at the time it was IBM compatible because IBM was like the leader. Yo, well, and, speaking of IBM, yeah. they had an IBM 5150 they there. They did. Um, you know what they, they did? Had had? They had an XT Turbo, which is yes. what I grew up having to do word processing. Uh, of course, they on. had they had a they Commodore had, 64. They, also they had, had a Vic, slew of Commodore They also 64. had, well, I did notice they had the VIC-20 in there, which was actually the predecessor yeah. to the... Yeah, they did. Uh, now, two things they didn't have that I was kind of like, oh, okay. They did have the Apple II, yeah. e, you know, and, I was, and with the little green the green uh, monitor you know and all that kind of stuff the two things i was a little bit disappointed with and had i known i could have supplied one of them uh was the old uh, texas instruments the uh the ti uh 99 uh ti ti 99a you know it's like they look i've got one of those here yeah i picked it up about years ago at a a thrift store for like 10 bucks or something is it turn on and run i don't know i haven't tried it so but it's got all the manuals and everything with it it doesn't have the box but it has the manuals and and all that stuff wow that's kind of cool the other one they didn't have talking about ibm's remember the pc junior pc it was a short run like just a few years it was one of those things you had the ibm pc okay yeah and then they were they they came out with this thing called the pc junior the pc junior was supposed to be their response to uh the macintosh Okay. Where it was going to be more, because people forget that when Steve Jobs created the Macintosh, he created that as an educational um, uh, apparatus, yeah, yeah, device. Like that, that was their big thing. They were they were wanting to get this stuff into schools, right? Because if you if you 
catch them young enough and right. you train them on certain de- exactly yeah. and, and that was the whole thing especially back then yeah there were people who knew a crap ton about Mac and, or about an Apple computer who could yeah. not even like sit down and look at a PC and know what was going on and vice versa. Right. It wasn't just simple like, oh, this is a left click instead of a right click or the or it's called well, it's IBM called return. At that point didn't even have a click. It's it's called they well, stole yeah. the mouse from Macintosh. Yeah, or you know, it's called return instead of enter or whatever, you know, yeah. the little stuff like that. It's you know, it wasn't even that. It was like, no, there is the DOS ran on pc and then apple had their own thing well that's not exactly true because no you're right no it was right because it was was ms dos it was was. the trs 80 that i learned to um do dos right which i couldn't do dos now right yeah no not not yeah exactly i i I could do a little bit very little bit yeah uh but yeah so but yeah the pc junior was kind of ibm's okay we're and that was the whole thing you know that was and that was at that time in the early to mid 80s ibm was pc yeah like they were the pc computer uh and then eventually pc because all the clones that came out yeah the pc just became its own thing like the biggest clone the biggest one that got cloned a lot was that ibm xt turbo right right because the clones for the xt turbo were everywhere and then once that started happening it no longer IBM no longer had the market no. on any of that, and it just became a PC. Well, you know, and then uh, you had Microsoft step in. Oh yeah, uh, you know, Microsoft is such an interesting story because basically, at the founding of Microsoft, they had nothing to sell whatsoever. Basically, Steve Jobs, or not Steve Jobs, um, Bill Gates, Bill Gates, and what was his partner's Steve name? Steve Wozniak. No, no Wozniak. That was, that was, that's Apple. Sorry, Jobs and Sorry. Wozniak or Apple. Uh, I know I did the really, same thing here. I'm really tired. But but no, um, uh, Bill Gates and I can't remember his partner's name. Basically, sold a program, an operating system that didn't exist on a spec is basically what it was it's like we have this idea they were selling on spec yeah pretty much brilliant and and that that explains so much about windows yeah yeah i know that's a but but it was one of those things that you know they they like they sold it and they're like well now we gotta go create it and they did which was i gotta say is pretty brilliant on their on their part you know to be able to do to to deliver something that was workable and that was doll that was ms dos you know that that was the whole because remember they, prior to MS DOS everything was still on the computer punch cards. That was still a thing was those punch cards. Oh no, because my father in law yeah worked with those yeah and so do you ever have to register with those things no. at Vol State? Oh yeah, I did way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I did. Uh, I completely forgot about that till you just said it now. Uh, yeah, that was almost thirty years ago. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's really interesting. You know, it's funny because, like, again, at the time, I was not a computer person at all. I'm still not a huge computer person. Like, I know enough. Like, like most people, I learned to use a computer eventually. Yeah. But I was not one of those early. I was not an early adapter. Like, we had an Apple IIe 
uh, that my my grandfather and my father or my grandfather bought it, but it was for the company, you know. And yeah. it was one of those things that they were going they were going to try to you know do all their accounting on it or whatever. Eventually, it wound up here after a few years, and that's when you know we started we had started t- doing some. Um, we we had a whole quote unquote computer lab full of I the the PC juniors because that's what our school went with you yeah. know but I remember when that Apple was here having friends who also had Apple computers and them giving me like copies copied you know floppy disks five and, and these quarter. were these were the floppy disks five yeah, and yeah, a quarter of different games and that kind of stuff and I knew enough to like be able to go in and like look at the code. Yeah. Because I had learned enough of it, you know, of like, oh, I can go here for the index or I can do this. You know, yeah. That was a billion years ago. I couldn't do it now. You know, no. but we did. We did. We had one of those little Apple Apple IIEs with the disk drive and with the uh, had the green, you know, whatever. Oregon and Trail. I played a lot of Oregon Trail and a lot of a lot of other games there as was, well. There was another one that I played. You know what you know what really I played good. on that? Um Leisure like, Leisure Suit Larry. Oh wow. <laughs> that that's a blast from the past. And there. that was a, a friend my friend Baxter gave me a copy of it cuz he had gotten yeah. it somewhere. I think he, I think mine was a copy of a copy. You know, and yeah. it was just like, "Hey, this is this is a cool game." And yeah, it was all right. There, there was another one that we played that it was kind of like a business game. It was like oil magnet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you would like yeah. you would like buy and sell barrels of oil yeah and the idea was to get as rich as possible i remember getting this game and a few years ago i finally found what the name of it was of course i've forgotten what it is now but it was this <laughs> game that i had that i had i had actually purchased through the scholastic oh book yeah fair thing that they did and it was this weird game where like you're a detective but it's this weird thing where like you have to collect crystals that like aliens are dropping or you and this sounds really familiar and it's one of those things where the crystals like when they drop them they start growing and so you can pick up more of them but in order to like grow you have to have at least two because they have to be next to each other then they'll start splitting you know type stuff but then you have to get them before the aliens do or before they get you and I remember a lot of like you had to like jump on trains to go to like the next city and and I and I cannot for the life of me I can see it in my head. It sounds really familiar. I can see it and if you know if the guys at Gen X grown up John if you're listening to this I'm sure that you probably are like screaming <laughs> what it is at this point. Uh, but I but again I don't I don't think it was exclusive to the Apple but I played it on an Apple like you know yeah. and. Uh, for the longest time, I tried to find one of those computers, just because I'd like to have it again, just as a, you know, Apple IIe. Yeah. Good luck. Hope you hit oh, the lottery. Expensive as everything now, and I remember like us giving hours away in like the early '90s because I think it just it was just <sighs> what it wasn't worth anything at the time. You know, it was one of those things. The Macintosh had already been out, and and everything had moved to PC, and you know, now the thing about it is that when I used to go through thrift stores all the time, you know, when oh, I was doing yeah. the flea market and stuff, that's where I got that <clears throat> TI-99A. Um, but I also wound up picking up a Macintosh 2 uh, that's, you know, it's basically a triangle, yeah. you know, not a triangle, but actually I had two different ones uh, that I that I picked up um, that was all the complete, you know, like it was, you had the monitor built in the top of it yeah. and, you know, the disk drives were in the bottom and then you have to hook up the hook up the, the rudimentary early mouse yeah. as well as you know the keyboard and uh, i wound up buying one of them that but kicked on but i didn't have the uh the mouse or the keyboard 
to it, but it did power up. power up. And then the other one I wound up picking up, it powers on, but the case is cracked and the monitor won't come on. But I have everything to it, and I've kind of wondered if it might not be worth going in and trying to figure out how to fix that monitor. Um, but I haven't looked at it in a long time. So, how did we get to early home computers from Showbiz Pizza Place? Because you had mentioned the um, the computer room at the Southern Fried. That's right. That's right. That's but right, I have no idea right. how we got there. Uh, it's turned, yeah, I it's don't turned know. into a rambling gumbo. Who knows? Again. Yeah, see, we're so good at those. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that rambling gumbo? That was a yeah. Hey, you throw a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and you, you know, that's how you make gumbo. You throw what? What, what do we got? Throw it in there. <laughs> it's, it's got uh, okra and some other vegetables yep. and yep. some shrimp and some shrimp. Got to have shrimp. Yep, shrimp. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to us ramble here. I think the Benadryl kicked in, and I'm like, loopy is all crap yeah, right now. Yeah, you're starting to so, look a little stoned over there, man, my friend. That's Benadryl knocks me for a loop, and I needed it because my allergies have just been so bad here lately. Um, so, yeah, anyways, uh, share your – like I said, we're going to put pictures of, of these LPs up on, on the Instagram and um, but but definitely share with us your experiences with Showbiz Pizza and um, – We'll even allow a little bit of Chuck E. Cheese, but not much. Uh, we, we have a limit. and I, You bribe me with enough Geno's East, and I'll let whatever <laughs> you want to talk about on there. Oh, dude, there was a, and, and this last one, I promise. There was a place here in the middle of Madison when I was a kid. It was called Luigi's Pizza. Okay. It was... Um, I, I, I would have to, like, take you... I can, I can tell you... I can take you to the exact place where it, sure, it used yeah, to be. Yeah. Uh, but it, it really was. It was a little, like, you walk in, and it was, you know just it looked like a little pizza parlor you, know, you walk in one yeah. big one big room you walk at the counters at the very back you know and there was probably like i don't know half a dozen tables yeah. in it or something like that and usually people it was pick up i don't think they actually delivered you know uh but i remember going there and that was another one of the early like they had a pac-man machine like early on that was in that place and yeah. so i used to like you know whenever we would order luigi or uh, yeah, luigi's pizza I always wanted to go with dad to pick it up because I wanted to see if I could play Pac-Man for 30 seconds before I lost all my lives or whatever it was, yeah. you know, because I was really bad at it, but I loved the game. And, um, so yeah, now that I've rambled on that for a little while, but that well, was a local place, you know, and that's some of the local places. The, so good. The place we had in Illinois was called Mr. Pizza. The thing okay. about it, it was a big sit down restaurant, had the screens in it, it had some games in it, but the thing that they would do is they had a party pizza. Okay. And the party pizza was a 20-inch that was, like, as big around as this green portion on this poker table. Okay. It was huge, and it was all square cut. And, you know, you'd go, and you'd have your parties in there, and you'd get, like, a couple of those party pizzas and feed everybody. Oh, dude, yeah. There was a place at Rivergate for a while. That was, was the first place I heard uh, Lita Ford's Kiss Me Dead. Nice. There was a place at Rivergate for a little, a very short amount of time. I think it was called... I think it was called Pizza Under Construction or something like that. And it literally was a, you built your own pizza. Oh, I hate those You know, where, I mean, it was like you would go in, like, and they would have all the stuff there, and then you would hand it to them, and they would, you know, they would... No. They would weigh it or whatever it was, you know, and then they would would cook it for you. It was pretty good, but, you know, of course, you know, I just put way too much cheese on it, and, you know. Oh, dude, a friend of mine when I was in high school worked for, he was a couple years older than me, but he worked for Pizza Hut. And he came to the school one day, um, 
because like I said, he was a couple of years old. I think I was a senior in high school. He'd been out for a couple of years. Or sure, something. sure. He was like, hey, you know, can I come up there? Like, I'll bring pizza. You know, like, sure, no big deal, you know. I'm not joking, dude. When he got there, we walked out to his car. He was like, hey, I need you to come help me, you know, bring the pizzas in. I'm like, sure. He handed me the two boxes of pizza that he had. I'm not joking when I say these things weighed 10 pounds. Wow. Because what and he was telling me, he's like, basically what they – they would they could make their own pizzas at work yeah and so what they would do is that they would like they would make them thick he was like he's like no joke both of those pizzas like i had to send them through twice like i sent them through with you know cheese and everything on it and then brought it back out put more stuff on top of it and sent it through the second time so they would be cooked all the way oh it was it, dude i'm telling you like you would nice. eat like you ate like one pizza that pizza and it's like no dude i'm good for a week now <laughs> they were just <laughs> All right, I'm calling it. That's it. No more stories. All right, that's it. So anyways, guys, thank you so much uh, for listening to us talk about just pizza and computers and video games and showbiz pizza and Chuck E. Cheese and I don't know what else did we cover this time. <laughs> yeah, the, the Rock of Fire Explosion documentary, uh, which I, we will have... Believe me, I I will put together a a cool playlist on uh, yeah, on YouTube. YouTube. You know, with, with that documentary as well as a bunch of you know videos that people have posted up. You know about uh, the Rockfire Explosion and Showbiz Pizza. Uh, but yeah, if you want, if you would like to uh, get in touch with us, you can do it on Discord. You can do it through Instagram. You can do it through the Facebook page, or you Face, can Facebook page is kind of making a little yeah. re, re, resurgence. Or there. you can email us. All the links will be for all of that stuff in our show notes. So make sure and go over there and uh check it out and thank you so much for uh sticking around and listening to yeah we appreciate it to me you know ramble and um tell your friends tell your uh, tell, tell your, your enemies. enemies yeah tell some random guy walking down the street yeah and um uh, hopefully we'll have uh we've got something new in the in the pipeline we hope uh, no we do because we've already paid for half of it and oh, uh yes. you know, and, yeah and also we're, we're looking in, into getting stickers and a few other things and maybe even um you know if we get you know we might have some t-shirts coming we'll see Ooh, we'll t-shirts. see we're, we're still we're still looking we gotta so. we gotta find some that are fat man rated <laughs> dave when we started talking about doing t-shirts dave was immediately was like we are going to make sure that there are five and six xl it's like okay that's fine <laughs> we gotta we, we gotta take care of the fat guys because i am one there you go so i am alan smith i'm the other guy big dave and we will see you next time see ya <laughs>